August 28th, the day this episode is airing, is a day we commemorate and remember a towering figure in the Christian church named Augustine. I'd like to talk a little bit about him and also what he has to teach us today. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here. Thanks for spending a little time with me today. The day this is being published is uh, Saturday, August 28th. That happens to be the commemoration day or the feast day of a hugely important figure in the history of the church named St. Augustine, or sometimes called Augustine. Um, and uh, I'm thinking about him, obviously, because this is his uh, commemoration day. But just to give you a sense, a very well-known historian of the church says this about Augustine. Augustine's impact on Western Christian thought can hardly be overstated, this person says. Only his beloved example, Paul of Tarsus, who wrote most of the New Testament, has been more influential. And Westerners have generally seen Paul through Augustine's eyes. Um, Augustine was lifted up recently by a columnist for the New York Times named Ross Douthat, who again, I've said this now a few times in recent episodes, was here at St. Philip the Deacon a few years ago for our Faith and Life series. Um, and I will, we'll try to remember to link this article. It's Ross Douthat talking about why he's a Christian. And Augustine actually shows up in the very first sentence of that New York Times opinion piece. And then, um, in our own tradition, or the tradition of the church I'm a pastor of, uh, the Lutheran tradition, Augustine is really important in part because Martin Luther was an Augustinian monk, a monk who took their sort of directives from the life and teachings of St. Augustine. So today, very simply, I want to lift up, I mean, we could talk about this, this towering figure of the church in all kinds of ways. I want to lift up three very simple sort of lessons from Augustine's life, which I hope are, are relevant to us today. The first one is, I think, he lived, by the way, back in 354 to 430. Um, so that's the 4th and 5th centuries, a very long time ago. And I think as Christians, we assume that people who lived that long ago were kind of more backwards than we are, were, were unsophisticated. They sort of believed anything. And Augustine was probably raised in the church, and so he just took it as a matter of course and didn't really think about it. And that is simply not the case with Augustine. The truth is, uh, he actually thought Christianity, for the first major part of his life, he thought Christianity itself was backwards and unsophisticated and sort of didn't live up to the sophisticated ways of thinking of his time. So that's the first important point I want to raise about Augustine is he didn't believe in Christianity. He thought it was something not worth spending any time with. So he instead, in his earlier earlier years, invested his energy in a heresy of the Christian faith called Manichaeanism. Uh, and that basically, we'll maybe talk about this in another episode, but one of the important things about that heresy was that there was sort of good spiritual forces in the world and bad, dark, material forces, and these were in competition with one another. Sort of think Star Wars, sort of equal and opposite forces going at it. That's not what Christians believe. We believe that actually the material world is in fact good, 
And we believe evil is a privation of, of good rather than an, an equal and opposite force. That's a little maybe deep weeds. But again, the first major point I want to say and reinforce, Augustine thought there were way better ways of thinking about the world in terms of philosophy or theology than, than that silly backwards Christianity. They were not sophisticated. They didn't know what they were talking about. Okay, so that's the first point. I think that's true for a lot of people who live in our culture today. Second point, part of what changed that for him was that he had a very good influential teacher. And we know who it was. It was a gentleman named Ambrose of Milan. Augustine was very well trained in rhetoric, in sort of the Latin rhetoric of the time. He was a very gifted rhetorician. He was a teacher of it. Turned out that Ambrose also was. Ambrose was older than, than Augustine. He was a a bishop, an ordained priest, a bishop. And Augustine came to Milan at a particular time of his life, and he heard Ambrose speak and teach, and he got to know Ambrose. And it's interesting, in his own writings, he says, I, Augustine, began to love him, not at first as a teacher of the truth, for I had entirely despaired of finding truth in the church, but as a friendly man. Important lesson maybe for any of us who would presume to be teachers to others is the first thing, you know, is to be nice, to garner trust. And Ambrose certainly did that with Augustine. And because Ambrose was a smart, sophisticated interpreter of Christian truth, he was able to explain to Augustine, look, Augustine, you have this wrong. You're not thinking about Christianity correctly. Let me teach you. And Augustine received that teaching and eventually converted to Christianity, okay? So again, first point, Augustine thought Christianity was sort of silly or trivial. Second point, he had a very gifted and influential teacher in his life who helped him to see Christianity correctly. And the third and final point I'll lift up is that Augustine, in the end, responded to God's call in his life. After Augustine became a Christian, he actually wanted to just go off and sort of live in the hills and be uh, a teacher and start a monastery, start a retreat house and get away from public life and just retire. Well, it turned out that the church had different ideas. He was at a church service once, listening to someone else preach, talking about the need for priests in that area. And the congregation who knew Augustine and knew of him and knew that he was a gifted orator basically forced him to be ordained against his will is sort of the legend. And he cried and cried, we're told, and the, the congregation thought he was crying because he was being ordained as a priest, not as a bishop. And they were kind of like, well, just wait, good things will come. The truth is Augustine was like, I don't want to do this. This isn't what I think I should be doing with my life. But God had other plans, and because Augustine was such a gifted rhetorician, such a gifted teacher, because he knew some of the heresies of the church, uh, Manichaeanism, for example, uh, Neoplatonism, he was able to go up against those from the inside out and help, down to this time, help us as Christians understand what Christianity is. It may not have been becoming ordained and eventually becoming a bishop may not have been what he had in, in store for his life or planned for his life, but he was willing to accept the call God had on him, given his background, given what he had learned, given his uh, experiences, to become a priest and to become one of the most influential Christians who has ever lived. So, on this day, when we remember Augustine, 
I would ask you again uh, three related questions. First, and I t just we just did an episode about this about the creed. What do you believe, and where do you place your trust? Uh, it's worth reflecting on. Second. Do you have someone in your life who is a mentor or a teacher who can help you more fully understand the Christian faith? Uh, and again, I've talked about this many, many times. The cultural assumptions about what Christianity is or what we believe as Christians are very often not only wrong, but the opposite of what we believe. So it's really important, I think, as Christians that we have someone who can teach us, who can guide us, who can help, help us to understand the faith more fully. And then finally, the question would be, and this is the, the question of a lifetime, what is God calling you to do with your life? What is God inviting you to do in terms of all of your own experiences, all of your own learning, the people you know? How is God inviting you to respond to God's invitation in your life? That's always worth thinking about. And as we remember Augustine today, I would encourage you to spend a few moments praying about that. Thanks for spending some time with me, as always. Be well, stay in touch, and God bless.